Welcome back to another sci-fi episode where psychology and finance intersect and where you get to examine how you think, feel, and behave with money. Happy holidays to everyone, and dare I say Merry Christmas to those who also celebrate Christmas. Today I'm going to be talking about overspending. Recently, I had an overspending class and we started to examine our thoughts and our behaviors. And so what one of the things that I highlighted from that class were the surveys that I got back in return and the barriers that the folks that completed the survey stated they had when it comes to overcoming overspending. So I thought I'd chat a little bit about that. The first one is discipline. So finding the discipline not to overspend. And there's a reason why it's so hard to discipline yourself when it comes to overspending. And the reason for that is because spending or overspending or compulsive shopping is just like addiction. It operates on the same neurochemical that would be released when you are over drinking alcohol, overusing opiates, overusing heroin or any other substance. And that neurochemical is called dopamine. So dopamine is something that is even created when we are eating food. It is for survival so that it feels good so that we will do it over and over again so that we will survive. Now, spending money also is a survival skill. Spending money on groceries, spending money on a car and gas to get back and forth to work, having shelter. So in many ways, we are hardwired for spending to be somewhat dopaminergic. That's a fancy way of saying producing dopamine so that we continue to engage in more of the same behavior. So with overspending or compulsive shopping, there's now a compulsion tied to your thinking. And I'll talk a little bit more about what that means in just a moment. But I want the audience to know right out of the gate, telling your spouse or someone that you love or care deeply about to just stop the overspending, now you have an idea of why it's not as easy just to stop. If we're, if it were just as easy to tell a drug addict to just stop abusing, I would be out of a job. I never would have had a job as a licensed professional counselor for 15 years working with people. It's the same with overspending. We can't tell people just to snap out of a depressive episode. We can't tell people just to snap out of an anxiety attack. The worst thing we can tell someone when they're having an anxiety attack is to calm down. That's not going to help. But I am going to give you some ideas on how you can help. So today, this is going to be a two-part series with overspending, especially around the holidays. I want you to be armed with some information that will keep you, number one, from overspending. But for those who 
have someone in their lives who do overspend to how you can help them and support them to creating money harmony. And money harmony is simply just a state of balance that reflects your deeper values, your goals, and your integrity that comes straight out of the book, Overcoming Overspending by Olivia Mellon, who is also a therapist just like me and Sherry Christie, a financial guru. So Overcoming Overspending, it's a little bit of an older book, but still the same principles are true today on how to help yourself or someone that you love or care about. What is overspending? Overspending occurs when you are engaged in a behavior that is impacting you negatively, either socially or occupationally, or when we think of socially, relationally as well, if it's causing tension with your spouse or your partner, or it's going to cost you your security clearance because you're overspending, that is when overspending is a problem. We're not talking about from the time to time, oh, I overspent a hundred bucks today because I just had to have that new gadget. That is not an overspending pattern. It's for those who are really needing to move towards the road of recovery. But listen, as Olivia Mellon states in her book, recovery can only be built on your strengths and not your weaknesses. So for the people who completed this survey, thank you for sharing your barriers. This is what another person said about their perceived barriers when it comes to spending within budget. Forcing myself to stay within a budget and not feel restricted. It feels like a diet then when we are sticking to a spin plan and and following staying within the guidelines and remaining safe within what we said we can spend for these particular categories. Yeah, it hurts. And then another one, another barrier, rising costs. Okay, we get that inflation. If inflation is what's causing you to overspend because you need the same amount of groceries and it's costing a little more, that's not technically overspending. But we do realize the struggle in having to adjust your variable expenses. That could be very difficult. So I do want to validate that. Another person said another barrier. Same thing someone else said, not taking the time to make a budget self-control. And again, let me validate again for you that dopamine that is just flooding your brain at that time when you're spending. There are some ways to get out of that part of your brain back into the prefrontal cortex, which is going to help you with impulse control. And if you need help with that, please reach out to me at the Redstone Arsenal Army Community Service so that I can help you learn how to build on that impulse control region so that you can control those impulses more readily. Another person said time management and personal financial discipline. I'll tell you what, if people were able to do both of those things, I'd be out of a job, but we're human. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to overspend when it comes to time. We're going to overspend when it comes to finances. I'm going to take a break on talking about the barriers and go into what the problem is. Mellon said that overspending is a modern malady. And I love what a retailing analyst said after World War II, as Madison Avenue was booming. I'm going to quote this. He said, our enormously productive economy demands that we make consumption our way of life, that we convert the buying and use of goods into rituals that we seek our spiritual satisfaction, our ego satisfaction, 
in consumption. We need things consumed, burned up, worn out, replaced, and discarded at an ever-increasing rate. How prophetic that he said that after World War II. We are blinded by spending in our culture. We are consumed with consumerism and we focus too much on the spending. And as I stated in a previous podcast, instead of being focused on spending this year for the holiday season, let's be focused on giving this year. Giving can be free and it can be freeing as well. So there are many things that happen in an overspending episode. Someone that was Olivia Mellon's client at one point said, it sweeps over me like a tidal wave. And again, that goes back to that dopamine. We're caught up in the wrong area of our brain. We need to get back into the neocortex, back into the prefrontal cortex for our impulse control. First, we're triggered whether by a positive or negative thing, and then we overspend. After we've given ourselves, which is a thought, the consent to behave or engage in that action. Then that euphoria comes the reckoning where that dopaminergic high passes to feeling guilty, shameful, and feeling self-hatred. And then we have the letdown or the adrenaline flush. And now we feel depressed and anxious. And that's a little sad and it's it's unnerving and it's not right, but let's move towards the solution. So find a money mentor, a spouse, a friend, a financial therapist or a financial counselor that can assist you. Next, examine and strategize. What are your strengths? What are you doing well? Where can that money harmony occur because of what you're doing in those strengths and skills that you're using elsewhere. How can you apply that to your finances? Olivia Mellon says, your strongest ally can be a partner willing to share your struggle and explore his or her own many attitudes to help your relationship rebalance and move toward money harmony. So I'm going to pause here with this episode and move into the next part where if you do have an overspender in your life, how you can engage with them to offer support to them. I look forward to hearing from you if you are an overspender and please stay tuned for the next part in this episode.